It's good to be together on this Harvest Thanksgiving Day. It is an all-age service and it is an interactive service. Jesus loved children. We hear in scripture how he said, unless you become like a child, you will enter the kingdom of heaven. And so all of us is invited to set free our inner child this morning. Our call to worship is some words from the book of Deuteronomy. Count off seven weeks from the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing corn. Then celebrate the Feast of Weeks to the Lord your God by giving a free will offering in proportion to the blessings the Lord your God has given you. And rejoice before the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. You, your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites in your towns, and the aliens, the fatherless, and the widows living among you. We, from many nations, many places, and of all ages, gather to worship God. And now let's come to God with our prayers of thanks and confession. Let us pray together. In the beginning, when God made the world, it was like a lovely garden, teeming with animal life and planted with all kinds of trees, flowers and vegetables. We praise you, God of creation, for all the different animals, for snails and slugs, hamsters and budgies, horses and llamas, ostriches and flamingos, lions and rhinos, giraffes and baboons, whales and starfish. We praise you, God of creation, for all the different plants, for dandelions and buttercups, cabbages and cauliflowers, apple trees and aspidistras, wheat and maize, beans and begonias, strawberries and sequoias, oak trees and thistles. We praise you, God of all creation, for all the different people and nations, Nigeria and Kenya, Korea and the Czech Republic, the Bahamas and Britain, Canada and America, Europe and Australasia, South America and Africa, Poles and Equator. In the end, when God recreates all things, it will be like a city with a river throwing through its heart and a harvest every month. We praise you, God of redemption, that you promise us a new creation, an end to sorrow, sin, death and disease. A city brimming with life and love in all their fullness. Redeeming God, 
Please forgive us the times when we have not lived or loved as we ought. The times when we have been greedy or selfish. The times when we have been cruel or unkind. The times when we've forgotten what it means to be followers of Jesus. Make us new again. Show us how we might live as citizens of the eternal city as we bring your love to other people. We make our prayer in Christ's name. Amen. This year, our financial offering for Harvest is supporting Operation Agri, who are working in Nepal. And I'm going to show you a short video now, which tells us about some of the work that they're doing. We listen for the word of God from Matthew chapter 25, reading from verses 31 to 46, the final judgment. When the Son of Man comes as king, and all the angels with him, he will sit on his royal throne, and the people of all the nations will be gathered before him. Then he will divide them into two groups, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the righteous people on his right, and the others on his left. Then the king will say to the people on his right, Come, You that are blessed by my Father, come and possess the kingdom which has been prepared for you ever since the creation of the world. I was hungry and you fed me, thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you received me in your homes, naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me, in prison and you visited me. The righteous will then answer him, When, Lord, did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink? When did we ever see you a stranger and welcome you in our homes, or naked and clothe you? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? The king will reply, I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these members of my family, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Away from you, you that are under God's curse. Away to the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. I was hungry, but you would not feed me. Thirsty, but you would not give me a drink. I was a stranger, but you would not welcome me in your homes. Naked, but you would not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, but you would not take care of me. Then they will answer him, When, Lord, did we ever see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and would not help you? The king will reply, I tell you, whenever you refuse to help one of these least important ones, you refuse to help me. These, then, will be sent off to eternal punishment, but the righteous will go to eternal life. We're going to spend a little bit of time looking at some of the projects that Operation Agri work with. I'm not sure whether my zapper's working. It is. Fantastic. 
One of them is the Racillo Juice Project, which is done with people who have migrated from Tibet into Nepal. And the people in Tibet are very much the poorest of the poor on the margins of society. And this project makes good quality fruit juices for sale in restaurants and shops. So there's the factory. There's somebody washing the apples, bottling the juice, and finally labelling the juice. A very important project that brings hope to people in a different place. Now, I need some help for the next bit. We're getting a bit interactive now. We are going to make our own Galatians holy smoothie. All the people who got a little sheet when they came in have got the recipe, so that's good. Um, so Anita and Addie are on standby to help me, and hopefully some of the younger or younger at heart people will come and help. So the first thing we need to do is to put an apron on. So anybody want to come out and do a bit of cooking? Millie's going to supervise. She's a bit um, out of practice at being at the front. She's been away in Nepal, so she nearly forgot to come out. So I've got four aprons. If we run out of aprons, it doesn't matter. And I'm sure you all washed your hands this morning, so we'll, we'll not worry too much about that one. <laughs> That's good. Ollie brushed his teeth as well as washing his hands. That's excellent. Okay, right. We've got nine different flavours of fruit to put into our smoothie. And what do we do, Millie? We start with, we start with an apple. And the apple stands for love. Now, because apples are a bit of a pain, I thought we'd have some apple juice. So if we would like, somebody would like to put some apple juice in. I think what we'll have to do is have a turn and then move out the way so somebody else can have a go. So we put some apple juice in first. And in, the, in my machine, quite a bit. Anita will tell you when to stop. That'll be about right. Yeah, that's good. Excellent. Okay, Millie will tell you, right. Next, we need a banana. Does somebody want to pick up the banana and show it to everybody? Now, what does a banana remind you of? Millie says it can remind you of a smile. Can you make a banana look like a smile, Freya, and show it to everybody? So a yellow smile, and that means joy. So we need to cut up the banana, Freya. Um, can you cut up the banana? need to take the skin off first, I think because we don't really want banana skin in our smoothie. It won't taste ever so nice. Can you manage? It's a nice fair trade banana. I only buy fair trade bananas, because otherwise Millie would tell me off. The next thing we're going to need after the banana, we'll perhaps start getting the next thing ready whilst Freya's sorting the banana out, is a pear. Now, the pear might need... Can we show everybody the pear, Charlotte? Turn around, because the grown-ups can't, really can't see if you're facing this way. That's excellent. Okay, and the pear is quite a smooth taste. And smooth tastes remind us, says Millie, of peace. So I think Charlotte might need a grown-up to help her peel the pear. Spencer can help with that. Okay. Um, Spencer will be okay with a sharp knife, I think. And then Charlotte can hopefully, when it's peeled and we've got the pips out the middle, you can cut that up. Oh, the banana can go in the in the machine. That's fantastic. It's a good job we've got some good helpers, Millie, because I don't think I'm very good at this. Now, the next thing we need to show everybody is an orange. Who can find the orange on the table? Is there an orange? You lift it up for 
Right, do you want to take that and show the grown-ups? Because they can't see you through, Freya, because she's quite tall. So perhaps if you want to just walk through. Now, what special quality do you need when you undo an orange? <laughs> Andrew knows. Sorry? <laughs> what special quality you need when you... All oh, right, actually, the special quality when you're peeling an orange is a special skill that you need, a special thing you need to have, because it takes a long time. You need good fingers. It's with a puff. Somebody over here, I heard them. Patience, that's it. You need lots of patience to peel an orange. So we're going to cheat. We have orange juice. So you can if you would like to. We will have some orange juice into the machine. How are we doing with the pear? Is that Just take all the peel off, that's it. And then we can get Charlotte to help or somebody can chop it up. Okay, the next thing we need is a kiwi fruit. Can anybody see a kiwi fruit on that table who hasn't had a go yet? How about Sarah? Okay, Sarah, do you want to show people the kiwi fruit? Because they might not know what it looks like. You never know. You know, but the grown-ups might not know. A kiwi fruit. Where does a kiwi fruit come from? Anybody know? It's not, it's not New Zealand, is it? It's one of those tricks. Is it Australia? It's somewhere down that way, but I don't think they actually come from... New Zealand, and Millie can't remember, so she can't tell me. Actually, these ones came from Sainsbury's, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> so we need to peel the kiwi fruits, peel the kiwi fruits, and chop it up to go in the smoothie. So perhaps Addy can help with that one. The next thing we need is some grapes. Can anybody see the grapes who hasn't had a turn yet? Uh, you've had a turn, I think, haven't you? Have you not had a turn, Freya? Do you want? Uh, how about, is Carl, would like, would Carl like, Carl or, no? Aidan, do you want to hold the grapes up and show, no? Fergus, would you like to hold the grapes up and show everybody? Oh, fantastic. So the grapes, who likes grapes? Let's see if any of the grown-ups like grapes. Uh, some of the ones that are awake like grapes, and a lot of them are having a little sleep at the moment. These are good grapes because they don't have any seeds in. But grapes are good for you, so that stands for goodness. So we need to pull all the grapes off the sticks and put them in the machine. How are we doing with all these other bits and pieces? Don't turn it on. No, we don't turn it on until everything's in and the lid's on. Right, Millie says we need some pineapple next. Bethany, can you find some pineapple on there? Okay. Now, this is even more cheating, because pineapples take a heck of a lot of work. So I cheated and bought some ready chopped up pineapple. So if you want to just chop, chuck the pineapple in the machine, that would be good. And some melon. Can anybody find some melon on there? Okay, Freya, you show us the melon. Show it to the grown-ups, because they probably can't see. So we've got all different flavours and colours of melon. So we need to put some melon in, and that... Stands for gentleness, according to Millie. Okay. About half the melon in then, Freya. And last but not least, some strawberries. There we go, strawberries. Who can resist strawberries? Well, there are a few people, but most people can't resist strawberries. And so they're to remind us of self-control. <laughs> ah. Millie has no self-control. She's going to eat them. Right, so we need to take some of the stalks off the strawberries and put in some of the strawberries. And I think we might need to be... That's enough melon, I think, Freya. Otherwise, it'll all come out the top when we blitz it. Okay, so we mix together these qualities. Love, joy, 
peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We got some strawberries in? Got space for any strawberries? Okie dokie. Right, we'll just put a few strawberries in because we haven't got much space. And we need to be able to get the lid on. Okie dokie. I think that puts a bit more pear in and then that'll do us, I think. Okay, that's lovely. Now, if Anissa can put the lid on. And now comes the bit that's going to sound really interesting when we record this. We're going to press the yellow, get all the fingers out the way. And then, that's it. Press the yellow button and hopefully... Oh, what's happening? Anybody see what's happening? All mixing together. Excellent. Okay, should we turn it off and see what's happened? Okay, so if we take it off carefully, off the base. That's a lovely colour, isn't it? And we might take the lid off. There we go, there. Whoops. Going everywhere to move it away from the electric so we don't kill ourselves <laughs> is our beautiful Holy Galatians smoothie with all those lovely things mixed together. I forgot to bring a glass over, but maybe somebody can um, pinch a cup for us from off the, the work surface and we'll just see if somebody would like to taste this. Look at this beautiful colour. This is our special Holy smoothie. So, a couple of testers. And you have to say it tastes nice. That's the rule. <laughs> what do you reckon? Is that nice? Do you want to let Freya try some from the other side? We don't want to pass germs around, so we'll do it from the other side. Is it nice, Freya? It's nice. Excellent. So that's our lovely Galatians 5 Holy Smoothie. Thank you very much for helping. You want to go and sit down now. And after service, maybe you can... We can share some of that out with people. And Jeff is going to come and read for us a bit of the Bible that that helps us to remember about. We listen again for the word of God from Galatians 5, chapter 5. But the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility and self-control. There is no law against such things as these. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have put to death their human nature with all his passions and desires. The Spirit has given us life. He must also control our lives. So we've made a lovely smoothie and we've thought about the people in Nepal who make juices as the work that they do to enable them to have a good life. There's another uh, project in Nepal which makes aromatherapy oil. And this, again, uses some people who are very, very poor and gives them jobs. Now, who can tell me what aromatherapy oil is? Because Millie's not quite sure. Okay. (laughs) Looks like nobody's quite sure. Well, aromatherapy oil is just lovely scented oil that sometimes goes into candles, sometimes goes into special perfumes for people, sometimes it's used for, to massage people who are in need of a bit of stress relief. 
And so these are poor people who were given a chance to earn a living doing this. So we've got some pictures from this project as well. This is the factory from the outside with the men going in with the big canisters of oil. And there's a lady collecting lemongrass, which smells really lovely. There's doing some, some of the work there to make the different oils that go into candles or go into perfumes to be sold in countries like ours. So next time you're buying a scented candle or um, some aromatherapy oil or some nice scented stuff for your house, just maybe it comes from a project like this one. So I'm going to see now some smelly things. But before we do that, Millie would like to know if anybody's got a favourite smell. Oh, Ollie's got a favourite smell. What's your favourite smell, Ollie? My favourite smell is definitely the smell of leather. The smell of leather. Okay, that's a very interesting thing to have as your favourite smell. I don't know why people are laughing, because lots of people like funny things to other people. What's your favourite smell, Sarah? Chocolate. That's a good favourite smell. Anybody else got a favourite smell? Who likes the smell of... Oh, sorry, Charlotte. Pardon? Nutella. Mm, that's a chocolatey, nutty smell. Who likes the smell of bread baking? Yeah, lots of people like that one. Who likes the smell of freshly brewed coffee? Mm, quite a lot of people. Who likes the smell of bacon? Okay, right, thanks, Ollie. Okay, so lots of people like different smells. And Millie's been out shopping and she bought some candles and she wondered if any of her younger friends would like to come and have a sniff and see what scent they think these candles are. So here's the first one. Anybody want to come and smell this one? Do you want to have a smell, Robbie? What does... Anybody know what that one smells like? Strawberry passion fruity. Strawberry passion fruity. What do you think, Freya? Yeah? Sarah, what did you think it smelled of? Do you want to have a smell? smell it? This one is a fruit one, so well done. Everybody who said a fruit smell. Okay, I'm going to make sure I cover this one up so nobody can cheat and see that. We'll see what that one smells of. What does it smell? Flowers. flowers. Does that smell like flowers to you? Flowers. Yeah. Daisies. It doesn't smell like anything. Tulips, tulips. It's very light smell. It does, it does smell a bit like tulips, actually. It says it's rope. Oh, it says it's roses, but well done. That's flowers. Excellent. Okay, you've got a green one here, so let's see. Daddy, the first one. <laughs> see what the green one smells of. Mm, that smells nice. Does it smell nice? Well, that just It does smell a bit like leaves. You're right. Uh, it's, uh, Do you want to have like a smell, Sarah? No. Bobby? You think it smells like a strawberry dream from roses? Okay, well, it says it smells of apples. There you go. One more. One more. You think it smells of berries? Berries, cherries. You think it smells of strawberries? Berries, cherries. We'll let the dads have a smell. It is a berry of some type, isn't it? It's just all different berries. So well done. You got that one right. Excellent. Do you want to go and sit down? So all different lovely, lovely smells. And do you know, the Bible talks to us about 
a lovely, lovely smell. And Jeff's going to come and read that for us now. So listen carefully and see what this lovely, lovely smell is. Victory through Christ. But thanks be to God. For in union with Christ, we are always led by God as prisoners in Christ's victory procession. God uses us to make the knowledge about Christ spread everywhere, like a sweet fragrance. For we are like a sweet-smelling incense offered by Christ to God, which spreads among those who are being saved and those who are being lost. So did anybody hear what that lovely smell was that's talked about in the Bible? The lovely smell could be us. Well, it says now on the sheet, thought for the day. That means I have to talk for a bit, but it won't be long, I promise you. There are some things that are similar about making fruit smoothies and mixing oils for aromatherapy. And I'm just going to think about those for a few minutes. And I hope it will be helpful as we think about our own life of faith and discipleship. And unusually for me, they all begin with the same letter. I'm not really an an alliterative preacher, but today I've got words beginning with C. So the first thing is choosing and checking. You have to choose what you're going to put in what you're making, whether it's a smoothie or some perfume. What flavour will it be? What fragrance will it be? But you know there's even more to it than that because you need to be sure that what you pick is okay. Can you imagine if we put mouldy strawberries in our drink? And whilst brown bananas are quite good for making banana bread, they're not so great for a picnic, are they? Only the best will do. If the fruit's not good enough, you're not going to use it. But one of the amazing things about God is that God's standards are different. God isn't going to throw away a speckly banana or a misshapen pear. Because God made them, God loves them and can see the fruitiness that they have. And it's exactly the same with us. There is not one of us who is perfect. Every single one of us has had a few bruises along the way of life. And I suspect, if we're honest, sometimes we all have a few mouldy bits, like bitterness, or jealousy, or resentment, or moaning. But the God who made us loves us just as we are, and chooses each one of us to be part of something very, very special. So first thing is choosing and checking. The next thing is combining. That's a posh word for mixing, but it begins with C, so it kind of fitted. When we made our smoothie, we decided how much of each fruit we wanted to use. It was this much apple juice and that many grapes and the other many strawberries. And it's just the same with the projects that Operation Agri is supporting overseas. The people in the juice factory and the people in the oil factory decide what to use. At another level, of course, Operation Agri has to decide how to spend its money. This much for buying toilets, that much for the juice factory, another amount for schools, and still some more to support the work of local churches. 
Finding the right blend isn't always easy, and they can't put everything in. But by listening to each other and listening to God, they're able to work out how they can bring hope to the people in Nepal, whether they're the poorest of the poor or the poorest of the poorest of the poor. And do you know I think it's a bit the same for us? In the way that God works, every single person who's here today is here for a purpose. Now, some people will just be here for one day or just visiting. You're probably wondering why you came to such a mad service. I don't know. For other people, it's a pause on a longer journey. You'll be with us for a while, perhaps whilst you're studying in Glasgow or working in Glasgow. And others will be here for many, many years, perhaps their whole lives. But one of the things I firmly believe God is doing is mixing together these people and shaping us as a community to reflect the beauty of Jesus more fully in this community and beyond it. We're combined together to make something that is more than any one of us on our own. And the next C is crushing. You see, making perfume and making smoothies needs a bit of crushing. We had to put all the ingredients in the machine and blitz it together. And that's an image we find quite uncomfortable, especially if we try to apply it to ourselves. Because nobody wants to be squeezed or crushed, do they? That, that sounds very destructive. We don't like the idea of that. It, it would hurt us. Now, I don't know if Freya or Sarah or Charlotte have ever done this, or Bethany even, or even not-so-young girls. But when I was a little girl, once I tried to make perfume from rose petals, I gathered them up from my garden. Did it? Did it work? No, it didn't when I did either. I got all my flowers. Oh. Well, I got my lovely petals, and I put them in the water, and nothing happened. So I tried squeezing them, and all that happened was they went brown. That's what happened to you as well, Ollie. Oh, dear. So it's no good, was it? There was no lovely smelling water. In fact, it smelled pretty horrible. Making perfume is actually a skilled process. It's not just about crushing the flowers. Otherwise, you get a mess. And that made me wonder. Actually, God is like the master perfumer or the master chef. The one who knows not only how to choose and combine the different flower petals, but also the right way to squeeze them, to crush them, so that what comes out is lovely and it can be retained and enjoyed. Or maybe God is just the best smoothie maker ever, who can take the bruised apples and the speckled bananas and even the mouldy strawberries and somehow combine them together to make the most delicious smoothie ever. The Bible tells us that God will never, ever let us be tested beyond what we can bear. The squeezing that God allows, or maybe even squeezing that sometimes God does, isn't a heartless crushing. God's not a bully beating us up. But maybe it's like the very skilled pressing of the expert who knows how to get the beautiful perfume out of the petals, who knows how to blend the flavours together, to make something that is really delicious. 
I find myself wondering if there's a secret recipe that God is working on for this church at this time. That God is bringing beauty out of the brokenness of our lives, individually and collectively. I think perhaps the fragrance of Jesus is being experienced through us and in us in new ways. Is that fruit of God's spirit growing in our lives? Are we being loving and joyful and peaceful and gentle and kind and all those other things? And are we sharing that loveliness with the least of God's family? Because Jesus said, whatever you do for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do it for me. Most people, when you came in, would have found a candle on your chair, but I'm conscious that some people came in um, when we had to add more chairs. So if you don't have a candle, I do have some here, um, and I'm going to see if um, maybe some of my younger assistants can offer some rounds to people who haven't got one. If you don't have a candle, perhaps if you can put your hand up, and some of my young assistants will bring you one. And I'm going to do a little bit of talking before we start praying. So that's okay. There's time to give out the candles to anybody who doesn't have one. In the Old Testament, we read a lot about the use of incense and fire when people met together to pray. The symbol of the smell of the incense going up or the smoke curling up to the sky is a powerful image. But do you know what? Since the Reformation in Western Protestant Christianity... We've been very wary of anything smelly or anything with a flame on it. Now, I have to confess that I have a problem with incense because it makes me cough. I don't have a theological problem, but because it makes me cough, it distracts me. But I think that the idea, the image, that our worship and our prayers could be imagined as something sweet and beautiful, rising up to God, is a helpful one. And everybody's got a scented candle, or should have by now. And I want to invite you to take that candle home with you. You might like to hold it whilst we're praying. But take it home with you, and as you enjoy the scent of it, my hope is it will remind you of the prayers that you have made today, here. Because a lot of the time the prayers are going to be quiet in our hearts. I'm going to guide you with some thoughts, and then leave some spaces for you to offer to God your own prayers, your own thoughts. So you might like to hold the candle in your hand as we do that as a symbol of our prayers rising to God. If you don't want to do that, that's also fine. So let's just be still and bring our prayers to God. Beautiful God, beyond our understanding or imagining, who in love created a beautiful creation, We realise how much it must break your heart to see it so damaged. Even in our own brokenness and with our complicity in the destructiveness, we long for healing and wholeness. And so we pray for this world of which we are but a tiny part. We think of the work of Operation Agri and Glasgow City Mission asking that you would prosper their work.
We think of the places and situations that fill the news on television and radio, asking you to help all people of goodwill who seek to bring healing and wholeness in difficult situations. We think of the people that we know who are sad or lonely, asking you to show them where they can find happiness and friendship. We think of people we know who are unwell, asking that you will help those who care for them and be with them in their time of difficulty. We think of people we know who are worried or upset, asking that you would give them peace in their hearts. We think of the people we love most, asking you to show us how we may love them better. We think of ourselves, asking you to fulfill our needs. Loving God, as we hold our candles and enjoy their scent, and as we pray for our brother at this moment, we ask that our prayers will be a joy to you. That you'd help us to be like Jesus, bringing love and hope wherever we go. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.